Welcome, Welcome to the, to the Nerd, Nerd Lab. Lab. Get those nerds! 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 Let the nerds take over! Nerd alert! Were you some kind of nerd? Not some kind of nerd. I am the king of nerds. Nerd! Nerd stuff probably really excites you because you're a nerd. This is the Nerd Talkalypse Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything nerd. We provide the latest and greatest from trending pop culture and fandoms alike. So take a break from killing zombies with your lightsaber, hang up your cape and cowl, and hop onto the Hogwarts Express and ride your way over to Geek Down to fight our gym leaders and hosts of the show, Lane Stipe and Deej Penhollow. Hello, nerd enthusiasts, and thanks for joining us for this week's edition of Nerd Talk Lips Podcast. My name is Lane. And I'm Deej. And as always, we're geeking out weekly with our listeners about our favorite nerd topics. From Marvel and DC Comics, TV and film, Star Wars, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and beyond, Pokemon, the Walking Dead universe, Dragon Ball Z, GT Super, and the films alike and most things in between. That's right, guys, and here on our show, we express pride in pop culture nerdism and work hard to bring you trending content from all the fandoms you love. Please reach out to us via email, nerdtalklips at gmail.com, Twitter at nerdtalklips, or simply write up a review on iTunes or facebook.com slash nerdtalklips. We'd love some listener feedback. All right, what's up, everybody? This is uh, Nerd Talk Lips Podcast, episode 33, I believe. I'm, I'm not... Yes, episode thirty-three. I'm pretty. I'm pretty positive. <laughs> no, of our own podcast. Of our own podcast. Yeah, I know. It's it's ludicrous. No, I don't. Uh, yeah, it's thirty-three. But yeah, so this is the Walking Dead season seven premiere episode. Uh, oh. Happened on Sunday. It's going to be a little rough. We're going to go into full-on spoilers. So anybody who's watching on Facebook Live right now. We are spoiling the crap out of this, even more so than we did yesterday when we were live, briefly with Nate. And Nate is also watching, as far as I know, and he's also working, so I don't know how he's probably going to be in and out, but we are going to spoil the hell out of this episode. But first things first, we have a couple things we want to talk about in, in regards to nerd news and all that things like all and things like that. I don't know how much of the actual meat of our normal stuff we'll get into, but we're definitely talking Walking Dead. It's time for the latest in nerd news with Nerd Talkalypse. Alright guys, episode 33 of Nerd News. Uh, the first thing we have here are two things for us. This is um, the the t-shirt uh, campaign that we got going on right now, you can head over to threadpo.st that's threadpo, so altogether that's the website you're going to but it's t-h-r-e-a-d-p-o dot s-t slash nerdtalkalypse hyphen podcast hyphen t hyphen shirts so threadpost nerdtalkalypse podcast t-shirts to order your very own nerdtalkalypse podcast t-shirt we're fundraising this uh, we're fundraising for the podcast to bring you a better show in the future the shirts are 14 bucks to come to about 22 after shipping 
and they have our logo on the front. Head over to the website now, claim your shirt. There's only like 12 or 11 days left to get the shirts. Um, so if you want one, we would appreciate it. Wait, we got to wear them too. We got to get one. Yeah, we got We're gonna buy them ourselves too. But uh, second thing, you can support our podcast and become a patron at Patreon.com/slash/NerdTalkalypse. And for a minimum of one dollar a month commitment, you attain merely bragging rights, making the show very special <laughs> for the future. Yeah. For two dollars a month, you attain a weekly personal shoutout/slash promotion from us for your YouTube channel, your band. Any project, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Whatever you got that you want, we will promote it weekly as long for as long as you remain a patron for two dollars a month. For five dollars a month, you get all of the above, plus you get the first come, first serve package, which means you get you become one out of five people. There's only five of these ones. So one out of five people every month that gets asked first to be a guest on the show when it's necessary. So if we're doing a show such as today, if we wanted a guest, you would be the first person to be asked and out of that five five people. If each person declines, then we can move on. And that, that remains only if you are a $5 a month Patreon. So please join our Patreon if you love the show. We have more perks coming. We're working on a bunch of stuff. We would appreciate any kind of donation that would do it. So that being said, we're going to move right into nerd news. We got a little bit in every category, um, just about just about every category, but not a lot in each. Um, first things first is Walking Dead news. Lean you're up. All right, uh, AMC releases new Fear the Walking Dead miniseries. Now, remember last season of Walking Dead, they had the era flight. What was it? Flight four sixty two. Flight four sixty two. It was with we saw that Asian girl and that white guy on the plane. And we saw them on Fear the Walking Dead. That was those were airing towards uh, during regular Walking Dead, right? Those little that yes, little yeah, they were airing during. So apparently they're going to add another miniseries, which might come into play to the show. It's a uh, it's quoted as a fearsome survivor agrees to help an injured woman in exchange for an apocalyptic sanctuary. A new installment of the 16 part series is available every week on AMC.com, the AMC mobile apps, and non air. And on air during premiere episodes of The Walking Dead. So this would be people that are watching it live. It would be during commercials or yeah. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Like I like how they did that with the last one when they brought those people in. Back in the series, yeah. Yeah, it was, like, it was cool. They didn't last very long in the show. I like that. Girl. I mean... No, not at all. Hold on, I'm trying to get this so I can see what's going on. All right, so the next thing, we move right into DC Universe news. Um, Joe Manganiello, um, he's playing Deathstroke in mm. the new... He's play, He's he's going to be in the end of Justice League, as far as I know, and it's going to be lead into the Batman, but he said the Batman movie starts shooting in the spring. They have a full script. There's also rumors that Jared Leto is going to be playing a completely different, like, Joker, but he's going... Not a different Joker, but the same Joker, but, like, a different take than the Suicide Squad one. Like, hmm. a pre... Maybe, like, pre-Arkham? I don't know. Something like that. Like, something... I don't really know. I don't want to be misquoted and have somebody come out and be like, it's not what it said. I know that's not <laughs> what it said. 
But it's something like that. Like, it's going to be a different take on the Joker from Suicide Squad. So maybe he won't have all them tattoos. You know what I mean? Maybe it'll be like, maybe the Batman is a bit of a prequel. I don't really know. Or maybe it'll be afterward. Yeah, we weren't, we still, the speculation is still about when Batman's going to take place. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see a prequel, but, because that would be, that would be awesome. But a lot, and a lot of people say it's going to be more or less like, um, Dark Knight Returns Joker. Like the one that we were talking about yesterday where he snaps his own neck. Yeah, crazy as fuck. Like versus, which would be a crazy story too. I don't. I mean, that would be set way in the future, so right. that would be that would be interesting. But that's uh, well, that's it for DC news, and we're so gonna that's, get that's coming real soon. We're gonna go right into Marvel news. Deadpool director Tim Miller exits sequel over differences with Ryan Reynolds. I I don't know specifically what the differences were. Creative, that's all. Creative, Just creative differences. differences like, yeah. I mean, which a lot of people were like worried about, you know what I mean? Which it worries me in a way because Deadpool was so dope as it was. Yeah, like uh, Tim Miller, even if there were some differences, you wouldn't. You did too good. Like, it's like making a million dollars on something and saying, nah, I don't want to do it again. Now, if this would have said Ryan Reynolds exits, like, oh, I would have been yeah, like, wow, like, this is fucked. That would be way bigger news. And... But the Ryan Reynolds made Deadpool happen in the first place, so. But, but yeah, you know, I mean, the only thing you can do is trust. There's some interesting theories going on that uh, Quentin Tarantino. Might be involved in being the next director. That would be awesome, like ridiculous, but awesome. Yeah, who knows? Because he he takes things, he does things. Like I'm sure that. the movie is well underway. Oh, I'm sure. I hope so. So I'm not really. I'm sure Tim Miller will get credited for some stuff. I doubt they're going to have to scrap all of the footage and then. Because that would that would be stupid. <clears throat> but in other Marvel news, this past week's trailer. For the next and last Wolverine movie was released. The movie is entitled Logan, and follows Old Man Logan, story from the comic books. Okay, the trailer was I want awesome. to say one thing real quick, Nate. If you're listening, and anybody else that doesn't know, me and Nate were talking about how Wolverine can age because he's been the same age from pretty much like the Civil War till now. So he never really aged, but in this movie, he's old. Now I read what I found out. What I is that he can age. He does age just very, very slowly. And as he gets older, because he's not immortal. You know what I mean? He, he can't really be killed, but he can still, he grow. He still grows. Like, right. He still ages, but just much slower than everybody else. But his powers deteriorate, deteriorate over time. Like, so like his healing factor isn't quite as good as it used to be. Because like in the Logan comic books, like when he gets hurt or shot, it took him, it takes him a little longer to, to heal. To heal up. I'm pretty sure in this trailer, there was a scene where his claws weren't healing fast. Like, because when when he when the claw when his claws come out, he breaks the skin every time. Yeah, you know what I mean. So at the end of the trailer, he was standing in the bathroom and he still had like, his claws weren't drawn, but there was a whole bunch of holes in his knuckles. Right, and they just weren't healing up. And I was like, oh, I didn't even pay any attention. So to that. that might that might you know add it to even more is that you know he just he doesn't heal as fast now, so he his cells start aging and getting older and. Right. So that, that's what I found out about that. And that kind of seems to support it just from this trailer alone. So. Right. And th- this trailer it was so dope. And it, it, from, what I, from what I read, the movie takes place in the year 2024. Professor X has been revived from the end of X3, I think it is. X-Men, um, The Last Stand. His revival plays a big part in the movie, as well as a young girl who is like Logan, quote-unquote. This is leading people to believe that she is X-23. And will take Logan's place in future X Men, X Force, and New Mutants movies. The timeline will be 
Um, or the timeline in which this movie takes place is apparently as confusing as it sounds, since all of the X-Men movies' timelines are as confusing as, as anything. X-1 right. and X-2 timelines are different than The Last Stand, and the timeline of Days and Future Past um, in the future timeline is different than those also. Like, it doesn't make any sense. This confusion is called out by Deadpool in a fourth wall break earlier in the movie. Earlier this year. Earlier this year, in the middle of the movie. Um, regardless, after this movie comes out, someone will sit down and try to figure out the timeline and make sure all the answers are out there. But until then, check out the trailer for the R-rated Logan movie. And I've got this image, this badass fucking, he's got his claws straight up through this bald dude's head, coming right out the top. It's so dope looking. Under his neck, right out the top of his head, dope. And i got some information here about X-23, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, I can read it. It's a, there's a lot. You can read as okay. much of it as you want. X-23, you know, at first glance, you've seen the images of her, like, from the comic book. There's Old Man Logan, and you see a little girl with claws pretty much in a mini Wolverine suit, you know, like, if you've seen that before. But she has claws like Wolverine, but she only has two on each hand. But she's got two in her feet. And one on her, one on each foot or something, which is weird. But it's, it goes on to say, when a top-secret program attempted to recreate the original Weapon X experiment that involved the feral mutant Wolverine, they failed to secure a test subject that could survive through the bonding of the virtually unbreakable metal adamantium to their skeleton. Skelly, skeleton. <laughs> Which, as we know, Wolverine's healing factor is what was able to keep him alive for this process. So, you know, like, technically adamantium isn't his mutant power, but him having the mutant power he does made him the only one able to have this so it's almost kind of isn't right it is again it's hard it's weird to say but seeking to take the project in a new direction the project's director dr martin sutter recruited renowned mutant genetic geneticist dr sarah kinney and tasked her with creating a clone using the only available genetic sample from weapon x which was damaged they were unable to salvage the y chromosome after 22 attempts Kinney then proposed they create a female clone, and though her request was initially denied, she still went ahead and produced a viable female subject, prompting Stutter to reconsider. Despite resistance from his protege, Dr. Sander Rice, whom he had raised after Rice's father was killed by a bestial wolverine at the original Weapon X project, Stutter allowed Kinney to proceed. As revenge for her insubordination, Rice forced Kinney to act as the surrogate mother for the clone, and she gave birth to X-23. So they used Weapon X, which is Wolverine's DNA or whatever, yeah, to create a female. After the death of Logan. Yeah. So then, like, so as I said up after here. After the death of Logan? After Wolverine was gone. Where did it say that? I think this, that's what the, because she. She's alive while Logan is alive. I know that. Oh, yeah, I guess Why that's would true. Death I guess, of Logan? I mean, she, she takes on the mantle of Wolverine. Yeah. There. Like that, I guess that's what I meant by that. I didn't necessarily mean. I'm sure because Logan eventually dies, and I'm sure she's. Well, I don't really know exactly, but she would take place in the future X Men, X Force, and New Mutants movies. So Wolverine probably will just be done. Yeah. Well, but raised Logan, in captivity, huh? I was gonna say you want me to read this. Oh, it doesn't matter. Um, okay, so raised in captivity, X twenty three was trained by or trained to be a weapon. Kenny did her best to ensure the child retained some semblance of humanity, but her efforts appeared to be. In vain. After seven years, Rice had X-23 subjugated to, subjected to radiation poisoning in order to accelerate the activation of her mutant gene. Then forcibly extracted her claws and coated them with adamantium. That's how you spell adamantium. Next, 
Bryce created a chemical compound called Trigger Scent that sent X-23 into an involuntary berserker rage upon smelling its presence. Three years later, X-23 was sent on the first field mission to kill presidential candidate Greg Johnson. Numerous other missions followed. X-23's services were sold to the highest bidder, and she was left emotionally stunted as a result. Rice, in an attempt to avenge his father's murder, abandoned X-23 on a particularly dangerous mission, but she survived against overwhelming odds and managed to return to her fa- to the facility. So this is ultimately Rice persuaded Sutter to hand over the control program to him and then secretly ordered X-23 to kill Sutter and his family. Later, Rice revealed that Kenny, a chamber with dozens of incubation pods containing female clones, before he fired her. Before fleeing the facility with X-23, Kenny gave her one last mission. Destroy the pods and kill Rice. However, Rice was able to extract revenge on Kenny. And from, from beyond the grave, he had earlier exposed her to trigger scent, sending X-23 into a rage that caused her to kill her mother. As she lay dying, Kenny named X-23 Laura. Hmm. So, it sounds she sounds fucking crazy. This is supposed to be the little girl we see in the trailer holding In the Logan trailer, yeah. weird the way it's like coming up the top of my head <laughs> so yeah so that's that's all we got for marvel news and we got one more thing for star, star wars. wars now this has been rumored for a while pretty much since the new movies were even talked about being made i think yeah um donald glover has officially been cast as young lando calrissian calrissian did i say that right calrissian yeah calrissian, whatever, whatever. a few months back we reported that donald glover was in the running to be young lando calrissian in the young Han Solo anthology film that's coming in 2018 from Disney and Lucasfilm. Uh, although nothing was official until Saturday night this past weekend, Donald Glover, <laughs> Donald Glover will portray him alongside Alden Einreich, who is playing the iconic smuggler Han Solo. Is that how you say his name? Aaron Reich. Aaron Reich. Or Aaron Reich, whatever. Whatever you want to do. Really but yeah, sure. so Donald Glover, he looks community like alumni. Him. Yeah. He's going to be young uh, Lando, and that's going to be dope. Because I don't really think Alden Ehrenreich looks like Harrison Ford. You don't think he does? Not really. You think they're going to do that thing where they... Uh, I hope so. I, I really CGI do. CGI his head on his body. Like, like they did with uh, Bruce Willis and... Uh, what the fuck's that dude's name? Mm. In Looper. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Mm-hmm. That's Alden Ehrenreich. Yeah. I don't think he looks too much like a young... You know what I mean? Like, that's what he's supposed... He's supposed to be younger than that. Yeah. I just don't think that that looks that good. We'll see. It's pretty weird. All right, well... Yep. So that's the end of that nerd news for the day. I am gonna beat the holy fuck, fucking fuckity fuck out of one of you. First one's free. It's an emotional moment. I get it. Anybody moves, anybody says anything, cut the boy's other eye out, feed it to his father. You can breathe, you can blink, you can cry, hell, 
Walking Dead, Season 7. First things first, I want to talk about the title of this episode for a minute. We've talked about this a couple weeks ago on the podcast, but not everybody listens to the podcast every week, so we're going to talk about it one more time. More than likely, all of us are going to have a hard time remembering that this was said, but this is, in my eyes, pretty goddamn poetic. Season 1, Episode 6, The Walking Dead. Conversation between Dr. Jenner of the CDC and Rick Grimes. In regards to leaving the CDC before it blows up in Dr. Jenner and a black woman named Jackie who stayed with him. Dr. Jenner said many cryptic things, while the group, who is vastly different now, stayed with him in, or six seasons ago in the CDC. From the creepy video footage of his wife's brain reanimating in a teeth bullet going straight down into the through the brain, and him talking about it, you know, which parts of the brain it activates, and he says it reactivates what what the, the, the back uh, the, something yeah, it operates yeah the brain it reactivates the brain stem but it doesn't reactivate the frontal cortex the part that makes you you um, so that, if that wasn't creepy enough and then he whispers to Rick that we're all infected but the rest of the group doesn't find out until season two well one more thing was said to Rick that as as Rick thanked him for letting him go and live on in the world instead of holding him in the building to die so Dr. Jenner, as he opens the doors to let them out, he says, there's your chance, take it. Rick Grimes says, I'm grateful. Dr. Jenner says, the day will come when you won't be. So you're not going to get much more full circle than this. Yeah. Seven seasons later, the premiere episode... Well, six seasons later. Well, yeah, I guess six full seasons later, the premiere episode of seven is titled, The Day Will Come When You Won't Be. This is a day that... Jenner was talking about. I didn't know he was talking about this day, but yeah, and I, you know what I mean. And it, 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 I was hoping that maybe somewhere deep in that, in that, whatever mind fuck that Negan was giving Rick, that right. he was going to remember that moment. It didn't show that. Did it didn't it? show it. You think they would have? It would have been awesome, because not everybody's going to remember that this is a th- that this is a thing. No, they're not. And so I, I don't know. It would have been cool just to throw it in his because he was remembering a lot of shit. Like, yeah, he was. He had all these sorts of memories. He could have. He could have easily thought of that moment specifically. Yeah. Well. But whatever. I guess that's the only one issue I have with the entire episode. Ever like other than that, it was. Other yeah. Other than that, it's hard to hate on any of it. Like I thought the whole episode was absolutely fantastic. So it says, uh, and it goes on. To, how could you? How could you ever disparage something that is this full circle? Negan is walking dead history. Negan is notorious. His first appearance in issue 100 is something that I know we hear, that I know we hear Deej, Lane, Nate, Dylan, and many of our friends will never ever forget as long as we live. It will always be a haunting moment in walking dead history. And I'm sure for many years to come, the moment will make television history no matter how graphic it has turned out to be. So that, that was written before the episode was ever viewed. By our eyes. This was written on Monday, August 29th, 2016. Like, there's people out there that didn't expect this episode that we've been telling, oh, I can't wait to see Negan. Negan, fuck yeah, Negan's a shit. I can't wait to see Negan. Negan's awesome. Yeah, exactly. And then this is what they see. They're like, 
assholes. These are assholes. <laughs> it's like I've been waiting for Negan to be so dope, like, and it's just like, well, you know, sorry. That's like, how I don't know. I consider that dope. Like, like he's he's very he is very notorious, though. You know that that's just what he is. Like, in that see, we didn't take notes for this episode because there was just so much. Yeah, there's no way in hell I was gonna that, not be watching. Yeah, but so the episode takes place directly after the Lucille victim. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you guys watched the teaser trailer really close to this episode, that was literally the first minute and a half of the episode. Yeah. And there's something I gotta say to Sam, too. Pretty sure he's still watching. No, just in general, like, uh... Because we were talking about why would there be blood on his cheek, and I'm like, well, he must have splattered... Like, you know, he had to have been really close to him. But he just he threw the blood on his face. Yeah. With the bat. Yeah, as he spun it around. It, you know, like he did it on purpose. He went, woof, like whipped it off, and the blood hit Rick. Yeah. So, like, that's why I totally called that. I did this for four hours a second ago. <laughs> Has not been four hours. Um, But, yeah, so that episode starts pretty much what that trailer was, that teaser trailer was. Yeah, and you get the, you get the famous line from the comic book, you know, I'm going to kill you. Not today, not tomorrow. But someday. But someday I'm going to kill you. And then Negan, you know what I mean? He's, he's talking to Simon, which is, uh, what's his face from Grand Theft Auto? Um, he says, yo, what did he have? And he's like, oh, a hatchet. He's like, a hatchet? Like, <laughs> that's a weird scene. Yeah, like that. He goes, it's like a little hammer or a little axe. Like It's like he, Negan didn't know what a hatchet was. Yeah. And the guy explained it to him. <laughs> <laughs> Negan's like, a hatchet? That's weird. A uh, hatchet? Like... <laughs> I've never heard of a hatchet there, buckaroo. But it's just... See, it's not very clear who's hatchet. No. I can't remember. We'd have to watch some episodes before that to see who was wielding a hatchet. Like, I'm guessing it was Rick. Rick's hatchet? Just because he... in, I mean, He always has an axe on him. Yeah. In case he has to cut some... Because he... Like, yeah, what's her name? Jessie? Yeah. He cut her hand off. Right. When, when yeah, that's in true. the in the Walker horde, but that was episodes ago, way before this. But I feel like he needs to have a hatchet on him. Like, if he didn't have a hatchet on him before, even back in the prison, he would have never been able to cut Herschel's leg off. Right. You know, what I mean, and I'm sure, I'm pretty sure. Oh, that was Michonne. He had Michonne to cut off Tyrese's arm. Yeah, the sword. Yeah. But all right, so. So the episode then continues to Negan bringing Rick into the RV. RV. Sorry, I couldn't think of what it was called. Yes. Seeing us from, you know, watching from the governor, and the governor cut Rick's hand off. Everybody's like, do you think they're going to cut off his hand? That's the first thing yeah. that you think. Because... I, I honestly thought it was going to happen in this episode. I really did. Yeah. Like, I truly believed that that was that, – that, there was one scene where Rick was sick, sitting at the table and he had his hand like this. He was doing this, and Negan had the axe right in his hand. I was like, it's coming right now. He's just going to swap it off, dude. Yeah, like, I I thought it was happening, but it never did. You know what I mean? Then you get this weird thing where they go on a ride. And this is – Negan was being – Negan is really evil in 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 this show. Yeah, he is. He's almost more evil than this comic book. Yeah, he's almost worse. I – and that's a, I, I gotta mention the axe thing because he tells him before they even leave. They says he puts the ha- axe in the table and then sits in the seat. He's like, "Your only chance is to pick up that axe and kill me with it right now." And, right. And if you notice, I think the axe is it's very symbolic because 
every time, like when he went to rescue it, he set the axe on the table again. Yeah. And then went and drove, like, just proving to Rick that there's not shit that he can do. Like, right. This man is literally face on away from you. There's an axe halfway between you, and there's not a thing that you can do. Like, Absolutely. He wanted him. To, I think that was a part of that, like, him doing that to him was, like, knowing, like, you're fucked. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know. I. He keeps doing it, and then and then when he's driving away and he hits the walker, boom. he's like, boom! Like, he's fucking crazy. Yeah, he loved it too much. And then they drive into what I thought was fog. You know what I mean? He's yeah. like, oh, the day is breaking. <laughs> it was so weird to me, too. I'm like, he just knows where the fog is thick. Yeah, I was like, I thought it was fog. And then I was like, this is so weird. But he just knew that there would be a fuckload of walkers back there. He drove well, Rick back there. Yeah, and that... that was where that guy threw himself off the bridge, or they threw him off the bridge when they were driving. Remember they hung him? Off the yeah, side yeah, side. I know that. And that was where there was fire. They had, yeah. They had, oh, yeah, I know. Um, so then he throws his axe up on the roof, and he says, get my axe. Like, and there's a shitload of walkers out there. Yeah. But, like, th- this is not before he's basically told Rick that, like, you know, he's like, think about everything that could have happened. Everything that can still happen. Everything that can still happen. You know what I mean? And, there's still people alive, like, you and know. think about how truly fucked you are, pretty much. Like, he goes, I am your boss. You know, he's like, now go get my axe. And he throws it on the roof of the RV and sends Rick out there, locks him out there with a fuckload of walkers. And Rick is just completely mind blown. Yeah. I mean, he's holding his own. And then I think Negan saves him a little bit at one time. Yeah. He'd have been screwed if, if that didn't happen. So Rick, Rick goes out there in this giant horde of walkers, kills a couple, hops onto the, uh, RV, and then he just lays there. And then we get the scene. Yeah, he lays there and just remembers everything and just thinks about all of it. And I've never seen Rick so defeated before, but this is what happens. Watch. Like, even before you see all this stuff, you're already uncomfortable because Rick, from the last six seasons, has been... You would you could say you could look up to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you look up to Rick. He always has the answers. He gets shit done. He's your guy. And then now he's being treated like... He is nobody by this man. So it's hard to see somebody that in control be brought down to that level. It's real tough. Yeah, he's your he's just he's he's your bro and it's it's hard to see that that is something that's happening. Yeah, you're just gonna he he has to feel weak right now, like just in front of everybody, like but he starts remembering, he starts having this flashback and Negan does the eeny meeny money mo thing and he goes through everybody. It shows the everybody's faces with the bat, and finally, we see what we've been waiting for. He chooses his first victim. Yes, and the, and this is this moment. I was I was I was like no, yeah, because it wasn't right. Yes, but it was okay. Yes, it was okay. So the he eeny meeny miny moes his way around. And a lot of people who predicted it, I'm not going to say they were right, but a lot of people predicted that it would be the redhead, the ginger. The man with the stash. <laughs> now, Mr. Abraham Ford. I don't think there was really any randomization to it, because when he was doing his eeny, meeny, money moment, it wasn't, he was kind of going out of order at the end. Yeah, it didn't make much sense the way he did it. I, I think, think he just he, was He doing had it. to chose him because of the way he looked at him, like... Like he, he, I feel him choosing Abraham 
shows that Abraham was that much of a threat to him. Like a physical threat? Yes. Yes. Like he knew, I, I can he knew see that. that. He knew this man was not going to be, you know, he's not somebody to fuck with. Like Abraham would beat the shit out of Negan in 1-1. One, one, yeah. See, and even, even back then, Sam that we work with, and I think he's watching live right now. So, Sam, if you're watching live, I he his reasoning behind it I'd never agreed with. Right. He said that I think it was Abraham because he says, whoa, taking it like a champ. And I said, I don't think there's any Why? real he, rhyme he did, or reason. They did that when he saw that Maggie one, the one that they did. Yeah, exactly. Said it to her too. It, exactly, and then he says it to Glenn in the comic book, so it doesn't. That is very irrelevant. Well, yeah, and I and I and we've we've talked about that, but then he, you know, he does face he does face Negan up, like yeah. So when, anyway, he, when Negan walks around, and that is the reason that I think he chose him because he was like, because Abraham just didn't give a fuck, like right. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what I just said. And oh well, no, and I'm just I'm just right. I'm just agreeing. And then it's even it's even funnier because when he gets he gets hit, and then you get. Suck my nuts, like right. And I just love hearing Negan saying it back. He's like, "Dude, he said, he said, suck my nuts." Like See, the the first time you're watching it, I couldn't laugh. No, I, I couldn't I laugh was at that physically scene. Uncomfortable. Now we watched it again, that same scene later, and we laughed. Yeah, because it was funny. You know, I knew it was funny when I'm when I was watching it because Negan was like that. But it was just too hard to. How can you go from <laughs> those are two separate, completely separate emotions, like. Right, you're gonna be so stuck and destroyed, and then all of a sudden start laughing. Like I, I don't think that's gonna. Well, no, and not only that, but I was, I was so like taken, I, I was taken aback by it being Abraham because I was like, fuck, fuck, how are they gonna do? What's happening? And my mind spins into thinking about the future of the show for a brief moment, and then Daryl interfered. Well, I'm, we can go into. You're skipping that a lot. Am I? I yeah. thought that happened right after. Kind this. He was throwing the bat to what's her name? Sasha. No. Rosita. Rosita. I feel like that's very important because that's why Daryl attacked. Right. So he beats him over and over again, like way past his death. Like Negan hit him, you know, probably ten more times than necessary. Like, but he then proceed. Then he sees how Rosita's acting. So he, Negan's a smart man. You know, he realized that maybe they had something to do with each other and he tells her to look at the bat like look this is your this is your dude or whatever and she uh she can't like it's hard like i can't imagine you could do you see the person because she, she loved him you know he left her for sasha but she didn't stop loving him so this is still just so as hard for her as it would be so he he's just trying to force it upon her look at this see this look at your man like you see what has happened and that is when Daryl decides enough of that. Like, I can't fucking... He couldn't take it anymore. Right. So he punches Negan, which, fuck yeah, that was cool to see. He punches Negan. Like, he's the first person to hit Negan. That was... At that moment, was that was when my heart started beating yes. out of my chest. And then they threw Daryl... They You know, they there's way too many of them. Like, there's no way Daryl was going to ever get away with this action. So they tackle him down to the ground, and Negan's down there talking to him. And Dwight comes up. And he's like, he's so eager. He's like, let me do it. Let me do it. Let me shoot him. Like, he is really eager, isn't it? Yeah. Like it's like this. Like he would have nothing happier. No, nothing would make him happier than that. But he goes, he goes. What did he say? I don't really understand his what him saying what he said. He said, uh, 
don't knock it till you try it or something like that. Something like that. But I don't understand why he would say that. He was like, "Could I kill him?" He's like, "I'll kill him." But that was that was pretty much it. But so he then goes to say that. So they throw Daryl back over in the circle, I think, in a different spot. Did you notice this? The two. Peace. Like peace. He, that's his, that was his thing with Sasha. Oh. He would flash that peace sign and did that to her. No, I did not notice that. We're just watching a scene right now where Abraham gives the peace sign over towards Sasha. Right before he gets because the bat. I guess that's like something they do. Yeah, apparently. I don't know. Oh, yeah, right here. They did a whole bunch of times, I guess. But I guess that was their thing. I never even hmm. paid any attention to it. Whatever. But well, that's, that's it. Just makes it more, you know. Poor Sasha. Right. Because like they, ju- she she can't catch a break. No, absolutely she lost not. Bob. Then she lost her brother, and then she just started something with Abraham, and now done. Done. He's done too. Yeah, it's it's a little rough. But we got. Where do we leave off? There, Dwight. Yeah, so they throw Daryl back in the circle, and then he's Negan goes on with his speech about saying that if any, you know, you got one. Anybody steps out of line, there's no, no nothing. Like there's nothing that right. can be done. Yeah, he's like, he's. Like, I said the first one was free. No exceptions. Yeah, he's like, no exceptions. He goes, I also said I'd shut that shit down. No, you know, no exceptions. Which, and. As he's saying this, he's he's migrated. Am I almost skipping anything? Am I? No. He's migrated his way over to the side of the the, no, the lineup, and my I cannot even describe to you what I was feeling right now because I was like, wow. I, I was like, are they really going to go through with this? I knew what was coming next. Because... And then yeah, and then he says something like, "All right, well, back to it," and just blam, just. Turns because he was right in front of him. Yeah, right. And, you know, like with the camera view, it was him and then that guy that he beats. And I just knew he was going to turn around and do that. I knew it. Yep. So, and I guess this is the moment where we get uncomfortable. But very, this very down goes Glenn. The bat hits Glenn's head, and the I gotta most... give these both him and Abraham. Man, I feel like if I got hit in the top of the head like that, my ass would not be sitting back up. Yeah, that's like a true. barbed wire baseball bat. Yeah, I mean, Abraham mustered up the courage after the first time to say, "You know, suck my nuts." Glenn couldn't. He, you know, he couldn't speak. But this moment was almost word for word from the comic book. Set yeah, aside from what Glenn from says, too. it's almost panel for panel. We looked it up yesterday. I, I wish, I wish our other live thing was going because I could be visually giving you guys this stuff. Right, we know what I mean, but we'll we'll work on that in the future. But the when Glenn pops back up, you know what I mean. He's he's like Negan hit him so hard that his eyeball, like the top of his head, right here, crushed in and forced his eyeball out of. His yeah, skull. his eyeball comes out just ever. You know, not didn't, didn't completely pop out, but it pops out enough where you're just like, Bolton. wow, like. And, and he, Negan's like, are you still in there, buddy? Because I think you're trying to say something. And then he looks over at Maggie, and he starts trying to call out Maggie. And he says, uh, what's he say? I'll always find you. I will always find you. And then at that point, Negan turns around, and he's like, oh. And he looks over at Maggie, and he he realizes that they were together. And he says, I can see this is hard on you guys. Dude, I feel like that scene stretched forever. 
Yeah. Like him. They're just watching Glenn like this. Everybody. Oh, absolutely. Because like he left him there for so at least long. another 40 seconds it's while he so talked. so long, dude. That... And he said, he was like, I see this is hard on you guys. But a promise is a promise or whatever he says. Mm. And then he and he just, he's like, well, back to it again. And he just, bam, just smashes Glenn's head. Completely pulverizes it. And then, and they didn't skimp out on much. No. They showed everything. Pretty much. And you get just like blood everywhere. And then you see like Glenn on the ground twitching. It's hard to see. It's His hard to watch. His hands are twitching. You can see an eyeball in the head. It's not a scene that I want to frequently go back to. No. Only be like, there's been a couple, like when Sophia comes out of the barn, that made me uncomfortable. That was the first thing in The Walking Dead ever to make me uncomfortable. Yeah. Except for the very first walker you ever get to see. <laughs> was the, bicycle the bicycle girl? girl yeah. When I saw that for the first time, I was like, wow. I guess, no, I guess she's the second walker you see. You see the child, yeah. the little girl. But when I saw Bicycle Girl, I was like, wow, that's ridiculous. That was my first ever exposure to Walking Dead, really. And so I watched that again. Then when I saw Sophia, I was like, wow, that's pretty fucked up. So I watched that again. It was a pretty intense scene. And yeah. then Dale. Yeah, Dale was bad. Watching Dale get torn open like a hot knife through butter. Right, right in his neck. Made me so uncomfortable. Right. And. But all that. None of that is comparable. You know what I mean? There's a, been a lot of things that have made me uncomfortable. Then you got Noah and you got Beth. Like Beth's death was so unexpectedly uncomfortable. But it was nothing more than a shot in the head. It's not like she was, you know, right. being it was just eaten. sad. But... It was just unexpected. I wasn't. It's completely taken aback from it. Right. But all of that, this this is something I was expecting, it's but it's just hard to see. Like, it's hard to <laughs> explain. Even if you know it's coming, it's still, like, you're just not ready for it. It it was good. Like, the makeup was amazing. The makeup was incredible. You know, like, that could have been real. That's why I wanted to watch Talking Dead so bad. Yeah. Because I wanted to see, like... We'll watch that episode. We're still watching, yeah. I haven't. I have not watched it. The whole cast is on it. You know what I mean? I, want, I gotta see that. Like, I don't like Talking Dead much, but I gotta see that episode. This it's is too a, important. It was a very somber... Like, me, Deej, Nate Prim, and DJ's wife, Amber. Right. Pretty much... Only a couple words were said through the, in the episode. Like, I don't it. think any. There was a couple times where we said something. Not not after this point. At the end of the episode, it was at least 10, 12 minutes before any of us said anything. Yeah. Now there's... Lo and behold, this is still not the last thing to make you uncomfortable in this episode. No. So, Glenn has died. Maggie, the horror on everybody's face that... Like, you can't... I can't imagine having to witness that. Yeah. Like you've seen a lot of fucked up shit in the zombie apocalypse. You know, they've all seen really messed up stuff. But at that point, I would have wanted Negan to continue hitting him because he was just suffering at that. You know what I mean? Like, right. Just please, just finish it. Like, if you're gonna do it, you know, don't make him be alive for another minute like that. That's yeah, up. I mean, it was it was all yeah. But what what happens next is but it's you know it's back it's back to Rick. And he's just his t- eyes are just filled with tears and yeah he's which I can't imagine. <laughs> I mean he's dude I gotta give him the man credit he's got some beautiful blue eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you get the best look of Rick's beautiful blue eyes in this episode, but he they're they're so saddened and and this, this nothing too crazy happens in this scene you're just kind of seeing Rick just you know battling with what's happening and he's on top of the rv and then he decides that you know he sees that zombie that's hanging 
the walker that's hanging, I guess, and um, Negan's like, "Hurry it up!" And then they start shooting bullets out of the top of the van. Right, and and as this is all, as Rick, I guess we forgot to mention that as this is happening in the first place, as Rick makes his way up there, he imagines everybody else, yeah, getting loose sealed. So you see a scene where every person that is there gets whacked. gets connected with a bat in the head. You see Carl. It happens to Maggie. It happens to Eugene. Sasha. Sasha. Everybody. You know, I mean, all of as if that wasn't hard enough. Like you're, you're, you're just so it's just so crazy to think about that. And then, um, Rick gets the axe. Negan saves him from a bunch of walkers. That's yeah. He, the way he jumps on that hanging walker, and then the neck of it just fucking that was crazy. That was cool. Yeah, that was really crazy. And then, I mean, the 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 visuals in this episode alone were just fantastic, all over the place. Yeah, visuals, acting, nothing about this episode was bad. No. Um. Well, Rick makes his way back into the RV. Yeah. And then you know they, they a couple things are said to each other, and Negan's like, "You're gonna." I think he said it to him in the RV at once, like, "You're gonna speak when spoken to." Like. Yeah. You know, like he said. So Rick was, so then he did the thing where he put the hatchet in the table again, like, and then started driving. Like, that's just that's just a total fucking like. I'm not afraid of you at all. Like, it's fucked up. But they make their way back to the enclosure, the encamp, whatever the hell you want to call it. Yeah, this whatever whatever. Um. The area that yeah the happened. opening like I guess the and it's like daylight now so these people you know he had them people kneeling there for hours oh yeah just right next to the people that they've just killed like, right how oh, oh my god yeah I can't even imagine because he, he did he it was yeah because Negan said it hold on I'm gonna do something real quick. But, um, so he throws Rick back out. I think right in the middle of everybody, I think. I don't think he put him back in the circle, but he is pretty much yelling at Rick, telling him, you know, when you're going to, when, when I ask you something, you're going to answer it. And he goes, you, you have that look in your face. He's like that pretty much that. I'm, uh, there's still something you can do, look. Like, they're, you know, Rick, he, the, the look he's seeing from Rick is pretty much, there's still some, I'm still going to fuck you up from it. Like, you know what I mean? You're going to pay for this. Like, right. There's still something that I can do to you. Right. And then Negan is like, no, there is not. He goes, and we need that look to go away. So, you know, he throws Rick down and he says, bring over the boy. So he brings over Carl. And Car- Carl's just so brave, dude. Like in this scene, he had the most to have that much bravery in this in that instance is just crazy. Like after everything you've seen. Oh, I couldn't agree more. And they, uh, he he grabs and pulls. Carl down to the ground and asks, he he asks, uh, what is what was what is his right hand? Simon. Simon, you got a pen? He goes, a pen? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I guess that was at one point. I was like, why the fuck would he have a pen? 
It's a marker. That's it was like weird. A marker. He had like a. It was like a Crayola washable. Is what it looked like. I thought it was a Sharpie. But... I mean, I guess it could have been, but it looked like a, it was shaped like a Crayola washable. They were like writing X's. I don't know. Uh, they they mark stuff. Maybe they tag. I don't know. But he throws them a mark, and then he like pulls out uh, Carl's arm and draws a circle around it, like right around, the circle, like maybe halfway up his arm. Right. And us, you know, us watching the comic books were like, "Fuck!" Oh, I know. Like I wasn't expecting any of this, any of this to happen. But Negan starts talking, and he's like, "You," he goes, "You're gonna want to cut it like a piece of salami." He goes, "Not to be, not to be insensitive, but it's gonna have to be like a salami." Yeah, and he's, he's "You're gonna want to leave some skin fold over, so we can heal him up." And I'm like, "Wow! Like, are they really gonna do this?" And Rick is like, no, 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 please let me do it. Let it be me. You know, all this stuff. And Rick is like freaking out. Like, I can't even, I cannot even, like, portray it. This is what, this part made me more sad than any other. Like, it just really, I finally, I was like, I can't, there's more. Yeah, like, Negan is truly evil. Evil. And yeah, exactly. That is the word that I was looking for, because I was not going to say evil, but yeah, he is truly just like the, the most fucked up man. Yes. And he's making, you know, a, a father cut his own son son's arm off. And just because he's like, everybody else looks at me, you know, this one specific way, and you're not getting it. Yeah, you're still defiant. He, yeah, he's like, you're not giving me the look that I want. So he... Torments him into raising the axe. After Rick has begging, it. he I've never seen somebody cry like like he. This was oh yeah. I can't. Like, I couldn't. It, he's got the axe was hard in the air, and Carl is just like, just do it, Dad. Just do it. Oh, that's why it got with. real hard, man. I was like, and oh. I'm like, oh my god. Like I, I I was physically uncomfortable, but I had my my whole body was you know goosebumps all over, like bad goosebumps, like nervous. Because this is not from the comic books. We did not expect that scene. Right as this was happening, this is where Negan, you know, comes down and he's like, it, it, almost like it's going to happen immediately. Negan comes down. He's like, you will answer to me. You know, you will do what I say. And, goes, that, you know, this that's the end of that. Like, uh, you know. What goes, is and it? there's the look I was looking for. Again. Yeah, exactly. And he, he's just horrified. Like, he's like, like. And Rick just agrees. He's like, yes, yes, yes. yes. I'll do what you say. And that's the end. Of, you know, that's the end of that. Carl say, you know, Carl's arm is not because Negan. I don't know if he was actually going to go through with it or not. But I, what, what, would, what would Negan's reaction have been if Rick would have just been like, "All right," and did it? I don't know. He wouldn't have done that though. I know, but that would have been crazy. Yeah. Negan would have been like, "Well, shit, <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to actually do it." But like the penguin to Butch, he didn't fuck around with that. Yeah. But I don't know. It was. That scene was hard to watch too. Just as hard to it, 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 nothing even happened, but it was still yeah that hard to watch. Like it was just hard. Like it was such such good TV though. Like you know, there's people out there bitching it was too much, and people they're taking away stuff from uh, Abraham's death, death with Glenn's death, which we talked about yesterday, uh, which we're gonna put in here. And uh, yeah, we have a whole interview with Nate Prim that we we did yesterday that we were live on Facebook for and all that stuff too. It's not a first. It's not our first opinion because we wouldn't have had much to say. No, yeah, that there was no way we were a little bit taken aback that evening. So, but well, the episode continues. We're just talking pretty and much. They leave. You know, Negan's like, "Let's go, boys." And see, you don't realize that the weight of all of it until they're all gone. Yeah, until all of Negan's people's gone. There's no vehicle there except that truck. He says, "We'll be back. We'll be back in a week." 
and but it's just pickup. There's just nothing. There's just them. Like, yeah. There's like twelve, ten of them, like, and two bodies. Like it just was so heavy at that point because all the background shit was gone. There's no other noise. You just are sitting. You, like what? What can they say to each other? Like right. I would not have any idea what to say next. Like I. And it was at this point that I didn't notice until yesterday. Whenever I I saw a picture on Facebook of. One of the saviors taking pictures of Abraham and Glenn with a yeah. instant camera, instant film camera. The Polaroid. Yeah, Polaroid. That's what I was looking for. Um, I guess that happened. You know what I mean? I didn't see it happening, but it did. I don't think they made that big of a deal of pictures in the comic books. No. But if you remember from when they were attacking the stronghold of the – there was pictures all over the walls and shit. So, like, it was normal for them. Right. It was like a trophy for each. Yeah. Which is really messed up. But I, I didn't catch it in the episode, but I caught it. Right. Yesterday's so now I know that it was actually happening and I did see someone talking about it so someone else caught it, um, but yeah that they're left with the RV and you know Maggie obviously wants to get up and go see Glenn and she wants to go to the hilltop she's and the first one to get up and say anything she go to we got to take him back and all it's it's crazy she's like, we got to get ready to fight him of course like you know she is so about just fucking fighting him like, she cannot take this sitting down right. Which cannot blame her, man. I would that'd be the lo- that'd be the only thing on my mind at that point. And her reaction is exactly what you'd expect it to be. So it's not, you know, what I mean, anybody who's watching this right now has seen the episode. You all know what happened, and you know, what I mean, and, and Sasha, and they they take Sasha, and I'm sorry, uh, Abraham and Glenn, and then you see like, you see that Walker at the end, like coming up and eating like Glenn's brains. Yeah, that was hard to see. Like, and Rick was just like, oh yeah. shit, like. But, like, before that, she said she's still going to go to the hilltop by herself. And then they're like, no. Like, Rick's like, we can't do that. Like, see, Rick's not even being commanding. He's just pleading. Right. It's like, you know, he, he just like, we can't. We can't, Maggie. Like, you, you, you can't let you go by yourself. And she goes, I can't let anybody else die for me. And I'm not. I don't want them to blame Daryl. I don't think they will. I think Daryl will blame himself. Yeah. And I think that it's going to be very hard for Daryl to live with. But Sasha comes up and says that she will take Maggie, and she will take, and they will, she will make sure she gets there safe, because Maggie still needs to go. You know, yeah. She's still her. She's still having problems with her pregnancy, and that this, if this doesn't cause her to have a fucking miscarriage, I don't know what would. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know the status of Maggie's baby anymore. But you know they, it's everybody. Like, you know they just start crying, and Maggie's like trying to wants to bury Glenn by herself. Or take take the bodies with them. I think I think they're taking them with them. Yeah. Which would be so tough, dude. Just having to head the. Mm. I don't even. They're I like, can't let us help imagine. you. So everybody just picks them up and him and Abraham and. Oh man. Yeah, I can't even imagine what they're both going through. Just. And then and then Nate said on this, I I didn't get a chance to talk about it. I saw it whenever I went up to check my phone there. The uh, he can sense some a little bit of hatred between Rosita and. Um, Sasha. Mm. I know it's hard to sense anything but despair. Yeah, exactly. Scene. I mean, like Rosita obviously has a history with Abraham, but she ended yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, they had their problems. Now Sasha's got it. You know, Sasha has no reason to hate Rosita. Rosita could have a reason to hate Sasha because she was left for her. But right. It's yeah. It's it's something. I'm, I don't know. But then that's 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 what you get, though. You know what I mean? There's no. There's nothing else in the episode. You, you know, the walker shows up in the in Rick's mirror. He's watching it. At first, I thought I was drawing some comparisons to uh, 
the way Rick looked at that walker and the way that Shane looked at that walker that was walking through the field. Okay, I don't know what you're getting at. Back in season two, when things were going down between Rick and Shane, yeah, they were driving that kid out into the middle of nowhere to drop him off. There's like a scene, it's pretty iconic, where Shane looks over and he sees a walker just walking through a field all by himself and he kind of looks at it like longingly. Like, I, that dude is free. I don't... Kind of. I, that's the way I interpreted it. I don't... But Rick had the same look on his face. Not necessarily, but like that's what it reminded me of. When he sees that walker come walking out of the woods, but then he sees it eating Glenn's brains, and he's like, shit. That's, yeah, he's just watching Glenn get ate. Yeah, like it was just, it was weird. But he, uh... Like I don't know why that scene reminded me of that other one, but it just know. did for some weird reason. That was the episode, man. Like it, even now it's hard to, like... We try to show excitement in our episodes. Like, yeah, it's it's that episode it's hard just... to be excited. Like it's still good. Like I'm happy. I'm very happy. This episode could not have been better. Right. You know they came. They they served us our dinner plus dessert. I didn't that you, I didn't expect it. I didn't expect like they, coming out of it to be like wow that Negan was way crazier than the Negan in the comic books because which is hard to even imagine. Cause yeah, because... the governor was so not. Well, yeah, exactly, and and like even even in the finale of season six, I was like, man, I can't wait to see the uncensored version. Yeah, just because I wanted the Negan from the comic books, and then we get this, and I'm like, wow, the uncensored version of this is gonna be super uncomfortable. Yeah, like, and Nate, even Nate was like, you don't even fucking need it, man. He goes, this was they did a good enough job. Like, yeah, they they literally cable ran, television. They, fuck yeah, they ramped Negan up to level two, Negan, like, which is not something I was ever expecting to come out of him. No, it, like you said, it it exceeded expectations. Like it, right, like everything we were wanting out of this episode, it, they gave us more. And that's only for me though. It, if it would have been just Glenn, I would have been just as happy. But since they did Abraham, and then they surprised everybody with Glenn, I was like, whoa! I was like, where the fuck did that come from? And then they made us think that they were going to cut off Carl's hand. Yeah, plus that, plus everything else you got. I'm just saying, like, if it had just been Glenn, like that'd have been crazy. And like we said a, yesterday, could you would imagine. If the season six finale ended with it with them showing Abraham dying, and then the season opener started with Glenn dying, like that'd have been fucking crazy too. But I like I'm 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 not saying I would have rather if I had it that way. I'm saying like, oh yes, yeah, Sam, we did. I, I I never forget the look on Carl's face right there was like like everybody else was crying and sad. Oh when yeah, they showed Carl. Carl was like like I will like I hate you. Like you know I I recognize that it it'd was, be cool if in the future it's Carl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Instead of Rick, we'll see. That'd be interesting. I don't think it will be though. No, but I, I think that I think that that hatred right there is the the start of the 105 issue. Yeah. I think that's why he's gonna try to go do what he does. Right. Which is cool. But um, without being too spoilery for comic books, if you if you wanna if you wanna know what's happening in the next in the near future, read com read issues 100 through 126. It's uh, for a good storyline. See, I don't agree that killing Abraham in the last season and then Glenn in this episode would have been better because oh, I don't think it would have been better. It wouldn't have been the hype. It wouldn't. I don't. I feel like they did it the exact right way. No, like I saw a guy who said he would have rather had it that way, but I'm. But what you said? Can you imagine? It would have been. It, it would have been a completely different episode. Yeah, like, but I didn't mean. Can been, you imagine? Like, 
what the in a way that to make to mean for it to sound like I think that would have been better. I'm completely overwhelmed with how this episode was. Yeah, I just don't. I absolutely that there wouldn't have been the conversation because we would have already. Talked no, about and it. I, I'm I'm in 100 percent agreement right. with that. I just wanted to. Do we know the numbers for this episode? Uh, the initial ratings came out, um, but not. Let's see. I don't know if the official, like, everything. Walking Dead premiere ratings just beat everything. Which is completely expected. Well, yeah. Like, as me and Nate were talking before the episode, is that more people watch Walking Dead than they watch Sunday Night Football. And more people watched the finale this year, I think, than they watched the Super Bowl. All right, so... The Walking Dead premiere beat the holy hell out of everything else on television. The Ultraviolet, seventh season opener of AMC... Ultraviolet, that's what I meant. Season seven opener... Whoops. Hush. Um, this is 17 million viewers and an incredible 8.4 rating among adults 18 to 49. That's a bigger demo rating than NBC's Sunday Night Football, let alone any other mortal series on the air. Over the last couple of weeks, the closest scripted shows to being competitive was CBS's Big Bang Theory and Fox's Empire with a comparatively puny 3.5 rating each. Yeah. 17 million viewers. Is that yeah, a lot? The walking, that's quite a few, yeah. Like, I don't know what's normal or what's common. Insanely high record breakings ratings. Uh, how it compared. Ian and Lucille swung for the fences and just barely fell out or fell short of the uh, drama's all time high. The season five premiere, which stands as the show's biggest overnight rating with 17.3 million viewers in, 8.8, in the 8.8 rating. So, season five premiere was more watched. Yeah. Which is crazy to me because. That was the terminus. Yeah, see, I, I don't know. Opener. I can't believe. I'm even people that don't watch Walking Dead would have heard about this and wanted to watch it. I imagine, like, yeah, yeah, that's crazy to me. But I mean, 17 million is a lot. Yeah. E- even that same night, trending on Facebook, we had 390 thousand people were talking about The Walking Dead. Fourteen or one hundred and forty thousand people were talking about Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Right, right after the episode. Right, right after the episode. Which you think the numbers would be bigger than that? Seeing yeah. How many people use Facebook? I think only one point nine million people tuned into Talking Dead. Afterward. Yeah. I bet you Comic Book Man had some great crazy ratings too. If that's. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not sure not if people like are going to wait till twelve thirty, twelve forty to watch that shit. Yeah, but. I don't know, man. I don't know if I want to talk about anything else. I don't know. There's no point. I mean, we, we have notes for everything else that we did. I mean, but Well, I mean, we watched Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow this week, and they were all good. Nothing super exciting, like, so it's not like it's a huge miss if we don't talk about it. Yeah, we can we can briefly mention these things next week. Yeah, for we'll the, talk about. Because we'll, we'll have a full roster next week. So, um, I mean. But I... Out of out of all three of these shows, not including Walking Dead, out of all three of the things we watched last night, we watched or four. Five we, watched all f- we watched four. Well, if you include Walking Dead, oh no, yeah, never mind. I'm not including Walking yeah. Dead, but out of all four of the things we watched last night, I think that uh, I like Supergirl the best, just because of the. It was just interesting. Yeah. Um. Flash was great too. Arrow was great. I just yeah, Arrow was just awesome. Nothing, nothing I started like, falling asleep at the end of Legends. Legends was not nearly as exciting as I thought it was going to be, seeing as though the Justice Society of America was in it. Yeah, it was. I mean, I started. Falling, I was just so tired at yeah, the end. We had a long day, and, but um, 
So we'll get into that stuff next week. I'm, I, mean, I don't think I have the heart or just the energy to talk about anything else after we're talking about The Walking Dead again because it's still tough. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And for sorry. those that are watching live, sorry for all the technical difficulties we had at the beginning. We uh, are trying to perfect something much bigger than our, using our cell phone to go live with. And it's such a somber episode, and you know we apologize, but we'll figure it all. It's out. It's obvious. We're gonna, you know, we couldn't help but be somber. Like I can't, I can't talk about this in a happy way. I just cannot. Right. But so. Well, I, I guess I suppose for me, I'm 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 okay with it ending the episode there in an hour hour shorter than usual. Yeah, but than last week, which is fine by me. Um, I'm gonna make a prediction. I think I said it in the video that we're gonna we're gonna add that 30 minute clip in there too. So that's oh yeah, happen. that's true. I think that hatchet is gonna be important. I think Rick is going to use that hatchet in a way that's very important to the comic books. I'm not gonna say what, how, or whatever. Because I imagine a lot more of our listeners are sh- sh- the show watchers more than the comic book readers. You know what I mean? So I don't want to ruin it for most of the people. Right. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Much like the uh, the machete that he promised Gareth. Yeah. It's like I have a red machete in my bag. I'm going to kill you with it. Like yeah, and it does. The, the actor that played Gareth was like, I don't ever want to see that red-handled machete again. Yeah. In an interview. It was funny. But. Yeah, this is Negan. We are. We have seen TV history. Uh, he's the most hated person on TV right now. I think he'll probably be the most hated person on TV ever. And but, as he's as he smashes Glenn's head, he says the phrase, "I'm just getting started." Yeah. So this is this is his welcoming present. Like you know what I mean. This to him, this is just this his is opening. His thing. opening scene. I'll tell you what, man. Whenever we saw promos and trailers for The Walking Dead, seeing him, his silhouette outside of Alexandria, and he's using Lucille to knock on the gate. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, like that's so ominous to me, and I like I don't, I can't wait to see that. But little pig, little pig, let me in. Negan looks like, <laughs> like he makes the governor look like nothing. Yeah, like the governor would be shitting himself running. Governor who? Yeah, this guy. You guys, <laughs> this is going to be a season, man. It's like a next season, next episode is supposed to be a funny episode, which is going to be completely different than, you know, completely different. You know, we're going to meet characters that we've been waiting to meet almost as long as we've been waiting to meet Negan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're just as excited, just in a different way. So we're going to see a lot of that. And But kudos to Jeffrey Dean Morgan, man. They could not have picked anyone better, I think. He did, he is so good. He is so good. And I saw a tweet from him, I think, or something that he posted. He said uh, his agent called him and said, hey, we want you to play this character from The Walking Dead. He's like this big bad this big bad guy. We're not sure of his name. Jeffrey Dean Morgan says, is it Negan? If it's fucking Negan, I'm doing it. Like, yeah. You know, he, he was uh, – to put yourself in that role is tough. That is tough, but, I mean, it's – I would do it. Oh man, he deserves something. He better get an Emmy for this or something, man. Like, better get yeah, definitely. His portrayal of Negan was amazing. He made it even scarier. Like, oh right, here's the side by side comparison. Yeah, I saw it earlier. And the side by side comparison between the comic book and the episode is just so close. Like, we were we have we already saw the artwork of his eye bulging out of his head. 
but it was still hard. You know, even knowing it was coming, it was still hard to see. Like it was just hearing I'm gonna, him. I'm going to post them on Facebook on our Facebook page. Yeah, they're just going to post all these on our Facebook page. So if you are listening and you want to see, it's worth it. it's worth a look. Like it, it is very very close. The makeup is fantastic. It's just sickening. Like, if I could go back in time and tell myself when I was reading this that I was going to be way more uncomfortable five years later or whatever it was Yeah. from the same scene in a different way, and I was like, no way, dude. Because I felt really uncomfortable when I read this. Like, I was like, fuck. Yeah. Like, that was hard to read. But watching it, which is so much worse. Yeah, for sure. For, uh, dude, I could not agree more with that. And there, there's, there's a couple more things that are coming up in the in the very near future that are pretty fucking crazy too. But we're not even gonna mention. Right. So, well, I think we're gonna go ahead and end that, end the episode there. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Somewhere either before all this, I don't know where should I. I wonder if I should put the thing with Nate first. I don't know. I'll put it in. I'll put it in at the end here. So, what, you're, what you guys are about to hear is a thing that we did yesterday with Nate. Um, we've been promising for weeks that Nate Prim and Dylan Freeman would be back on the episode. Dylan was not feeling good, so we had Nate. And yesterday we talked to him while he had some time. Um, we also went live on Facebook, so we were getting Facebook comments. Um, we were answering other people's questions, so that's that's what you're getting there. Just a a little bit of a rehash, getting different people's opinions and different questions that we didn't go over today. <laughs> Um, it's about it's about thirty minutes, so I'm gonna add that in there too, and then the episode will be over. So we'll see you guys next week with Flash Talk, Arrow Talk. Yeah, maybe we'll have a little bit. We'll be a little bit more upbeat next week. This is just, yeah, you can't talk about it. It's like watching somebody in your family die. I mean, probably not that bad. Yeah, it's probably way worse in person. But <laughs> well, yeah, we'll have Flash Talk, Arrow Talk, Legends Talk, yeah. more Walking Dead episode two. Oh, we're definitely you know that's gonna be another thing because next week's gonna be iconic too. So we're gonna have to definitely go deep into that. Yeah, I doubt it'll be its own special though. This yeah, this we'll is just see. yeah. But, I mean, if it, if it's like super super crazy, but I suspect it's you know it, it, they say it's gonna be funny, which is odd, but we'll see. Okay, well, thank you guys again. We'll see you next week. Yep. All right, guys, we're here with Nate Prim. Hi. Uh, Dylan is absent due to some <coughs> sickness. But we are here discussing. He is down with the sickness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're discussing the Walking Dead season seven premiere for Nerd Talkless podcast. Recording today with Nate because it's the only time he can, and then we're gonna have this in our segment on Tuesday. So we're live on Facebook right now. Also, now worry. last time we did first impressions right after the episode, but if you would have got our first impressions right after this episode, there would have been silence because That's we didn't say very much. <laughs> That's all it was. Was yeah, we 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 sat in silence for at least ten minutes. It is about 10 minutes. Yeah. And then went outside we... and smoked. Nate immediately was like, I need a cigarette. And I smoked a cigar. And it just. Yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. It was everything I wanted out of it. But you're still not ready for it. Like, uh... Just to be perfectly clear with everybody who's watching live on Facebook right now. Because we have seven viewers. We're going to probably spoil some stuff. So if you don't want to be spoiled, now would be a good time to leave. Yes. And I know this is slightly delayed, so let's just move into non-spoiler discussion until that number drops slightly. If if they want to leave, if not, yeah. then you guys watch at your own risk. Because <laughs> um, I don't want to be one, the one who's 
talking here. Okay, so let's just go over a little. At the end of last season, we, we had a, we had a conversation with me, Deej, uh, Nate, and Dylan about our opinions on the season finale, which let it the the biggest one of the biggest cliffhangers ever seen. Like I oh, imagine, yeah. like we us being comic book people, we knew we knew what was gonna happen, but still Dal definitely knew what was gonna happen. But you know, still pisses you off though. Yeah, it's still you can't. <laughs> Like it was right out of the comic books that that oh, scene. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna spoil anything quite yet, but that scene was right, just right out of the comics, word and, for word. And it was gruesome, and, but you're still not ready for it. We knew it was coming. We have seen this already, and it's still tears, dude. Tears to the eyes. It, I don't care who you are, man. Right. Well, like I said to to both of you guys last night. I think I said it to Lane. I don't know where you were at, but I waited somewhere near three years. You know what I mean? I think that's when it came out three years ago. For just to see April 3rd. Yeah. You know what I mean? How excited we were all seeing for April 3rd because we did not know it was going to be a cliffhanger. Only to find out that that wasn't the moment I waited for. Negan's first appearance, sure. But not. But not the full experience of it. And then we got we got it last night. So I was, I, and I, I felt guilty going into it. Because of how gruesome it was. Like you're so excited to see it, but then you're so... Like, that shouldn't have been so excited. Like, I feel sick. It yeah. felt so real. It did. It really did. Yeah. Like, just like, because of the pure brutalness, it was just... Uh, my mom was like, the makeup was amazing. Like, mm -hmm. that was... Like, that could have been real for all we... You know, I mean, if they just would have really done that, it might... I don't know if it would have been any different. It would have looked any different. Yeah. Felt, felt any different. Like, you know what I mean? Just, right. like... So this morning, I, w I woke up and I, I watched that Wait, video. Patrick McNulty asked, do we think Daryl is getting offed? I don't know. He said he likes Daryl and he's going to use him. Now, I can't see Daryl complying with Negan. You know what I mean? After what yeah. happened. There's no way in hell he's going to work for Negan willingly. I can see him getting his face burnt. Well, he'll be the new Dwight? Maybe not even the new Dwight, but like maybe like him showing Dwight with his face burnt is like kind of like... You know, yeah, right. Don't cross me, and he did. He punched him in the face. So like, he did punch him in the face. Uh, he's gonna do something to him. I don't think he's gonna kill him. No, he's gonna torture. Not him. yet. He's, he's gonna, gonna fuck out of him. Probably he, break him. He's gonna be miserable. I think. <laughs> yeah, it's not. What was I saying? Oh yeah, this morning I woke up and I watched the leak that came out the night before. Yeah, the one that everybody everybody was posting. It was that literally first couple minutes of the of the episode. Like, no, 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 that was the sneak oh the peak. leak. There was a yeah, leak yeah. version. It was supposedly a some sort of bootleg that came out, and it was on the Walking Dead Rebel Alliance page, and it said that they weren't sure if this is what was going to air. Watch at your own risk. It's really hard to watch. Now in this video, what happens is Negan chooses Maggie. All right, it just shows up, and she says, and he says, "You are it." And then Glenn starts flipping out. Okay, and then as soon as that happens, he gets knocked out and just hits the ground. And then, hmm. then, the, then, then you know, Maggie, you know, gets the bat right to the head. She comes down, comes back up, coughs up some blood, doesn't say anything, and Negan says, "You know, whoa, taking it like a champ." You can't kill that, not until you try it. Thanks, guys. Kill what? I'm not sure. I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> All right. Anyway, go back to what you're saying. Um, so she coughs up some blood, and then... Um, 
and then gets you know gets the bat again and then that's when it's over with you know what i mean that's the end of the video but like it was pretty graphic and i was like wow if they would have done that on the show like it would have been some serious balls so I don't know why they released it because it was a legitimate thing. Like it was the actual. Well, didn't they say they filmed like everyone? But I don't know. I don't think it was the same thing that we would have seen as clips from like when Rick was having his visions or whatever. But it was pretty crazy. Like that's what Negan said to Daryl. Oh, <laughs> you can't kill that. Oh yeah. Well, when he said it to Dwight. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. But yeah. The speculation that they filmed. Well, they filmed every character's death because they had it in the uh, in Rick's flashback. So yeah. they had to have filmed. Yeah, because everybody got a bat to the head mm -hmm. on that in that little. Which was crazy, Carl. Yeah, yeah, like all of that was insane. Everybody but, but like, himself. He's like, I ain't getting that. <laughs> that scene though with Maggie, like it was thirty-five seconds, and it was it still made me uncomfortable mm. just watching that thirty-five seconds because it ends before you could see anything else. But I thought I, I had to watch it twice because the bootleg is so crappy. Like I thought Glenn got shot like right in the head. Because he just goes down, like, flat as a pancake on the ground, and then Maggie gets the bat, and everybody, you know, Saucer's reacting almost the exact same way she was react that she reacted to, spoilers, mm -hmm. Abraham, and and I was like, wow, like, that was crazy. If they would have killed Maggie on the show instead, like, that would have been insane, but... Oh, because uh, Glenn... I don't think Glenn would have stayed sitting down for anything. No. You know what I mean? There's no way he would just sit. I, that's why. That's why he starts losing his mind. Like yeah. when, they, when Negan points at her, he just starts screaming at the top of his lungs. And I, I mean, I think he makes it to get up, but Dwight or somebody knocks him out with the stock of a gun. And uh, yeah, it's that's the end of that. Like well, either way, he gets the bat, and I was like, whoa! I was like, that's a crazy fucking video. But um, that's not what we're talking about. I just wanted to bring that up. I watched it this morning because I it was killing me not to watch it the night before because I just I've waited so long. Need to get the full to get the full thing, and then uh, you know it ended up not being that. Oh, it would have absolutely been more dramatic, but killing a pregnant woman on TV—I yeah, I think right? that might even be a far stretch. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I agree with Pat again. Jeffrey Dean Morgan is in fact brilliant. Oh my like, god! I don't think, I don't think that you're gonna get a better Negan like. No. Absolutely not. I don't know. I, I couldn't think of anything. I think I, said, that I, I, think think I saw someone post on Facebook today saying that, that him being Negan last night ruined him for every character he's been in the past. You know, he like played the Judah Botwin. He Did he? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was that was her husband, right? Yeah, that was Nancy Botwin's husband. I know he was on Grey's Anatomy or something like that. Oh, he's been in like other movies yeah. with like, he, he was in PS I Love You, also. I think it was, with Gerard Butler's uh, P. I. that uh, he was his friend or some shit like that. Not but, really anything I would want. but this is his best. I don't like. The only thing I don't like is his facial hair because Negan doesn't have facial hair and his facial hair is really gray, so it makes him look older than Negan is. Like, mm -hmm. But I think he's gonna shave it because that comment he says to Abraham, he's all oh, gonna shave this shit. Mm -hmm. But uh. Oh yeah, that was from last. Yeah, the end of the. Finale. Yeah. I don't remember that. I have a feeling he was gonna pick Abraham. Just be, like the only reason I thought that was because of the way he looked at him. He's the only one that didn't look scared. Yeah, he looked at like I will fuck you up. Like, see, part of me was excited that Abraham was gonna live because in the comics we don't get Abraham versus Negan. We don't get to see that ever. Nope. And I was expect. Part of me was like, fuck yes, we get to see Abraham against Negan. He could help so much. Hell, even in the podcast, like two weeks ago, we talked about the possibility of because Michael Cutlets came right out and said like. 
you know, hey, you know, my character might not die. I'm going, you know, I mean, I could, uh, I'm living in a world with Negan. It was a whole article I read about it. Put it in the news. Remember talking about it? I wonder you know if he's I mean? upset. I wonder if he's like, fuck. <laughs> I don't know, but I just found out, we just found out this morning that he's going to be going to Steel City Comic Con. <coughs> in Pittsburgh, right? In Pit- yeah, in Pittsburgh. Um, December 9th, 10th, and 11th. So like, I really want to go and see if I can find a way to stand in line and talk to him. Yeah, that would be awesome. Because that would be really interesting to see. Because I really like the way he was portrayed. You know what I mean? As far as, he, it was a little bit different. Like, in, this, in the comic books... Abraham is such a boss. Like, oh, he's way more boss in the comics than he is in the show. He's got some mind problems. And now, now yeah, that both of them, now that both of them are gone, I don't know if anybody else out there who's watching has known, but Denise, Doctor Denise, she died right before the finale of season six. She gets an arrow through the eye, which was Abraham's original death, which is Abraham's death from the comic books. But they do that a lot. You know what I mean? They but Denise from her shouldn't have died. From I don't think she, Denise should have died because now they don't have a doctor. Mm-hmm. They're gonna rely on the hilltop too much. You know, and I I went to Walmart early this morning and I had a conversation with somebody about Walking Dead, and he was telling me about the you know the Walking Dead's most shocking deaths, and he said that this has got, in a, got to in addition it. to this one before this before last night's his Noah. most shocking was Herschel. Herschel, and yeah. I was, and I was like telling him I was like well that was supposed to be Tyrese, you know what I mean? So right. like when I saw it, I was pretty shocked too, but. You know, it, was I knew it was before, happening. Before, yeah, because yeah, it was pretty, pretty damn close yeah. to well, Noah's death. I think before this was probably the most just unexpected because you did not. They didn't really build it up. To yeah, all of a sudden he's, he's dying. Like, yeah. He's getting ripped apart. Like, oh my god! See, but I did not know about Glenn. I did not expect it at all. But, um, sorry, I forgot where Deej left off because. Oh, just mixing up the deaths, like... Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really bother me that much anymore, because I kind of expect it. That's why right. That's why it still made it good for us who read the comics to, like, still kind of guess who might get Negan's bat, because right. you still don't know, because they switch everything. Right. And it had to be Glenn, because, like, the way... It, there's a reaction video we watched beforehand. The guy saw the clip. He saw it happen. And he was... The way he was talking to you, he just, like, had tears in his eyes. He was so distraught, like... And we were like, God, is it that bad? But then when he killed Abraham, I was like, that can't be it. Because that, that, that doesn't... I mean, I was upset. Yes, it was fucked up. But it wasn't it wasn't taking me to the point to that guy was feeling. But as soon as, soon as it happened to Glenn... Yeah. And then once more, when, when we thought he was going to cut off... Oh, that was... I don't know. That was almost as bad. I used to see Rick crying like that. That was like, that was that almost made. I think my feeling like a little girl. Like uh, I would, wouldn't you? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, that was the most. That was the most. The 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 biggest moment of like yeah the deaths were crazy but that moment seeing him with the axe in the air you know what I mean? yeah just the, and, and Carl was like just do it dad yeah man, when he was telling him just do it man I was like I no. was like oh my god like I could not physically. Like handle the way my body was feeling. Like it was that was the most intense part of the episode. I mean, Glenn looking at that Maggie. That's probably the most intense part of any. Show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, any j- episode. See, it's funny because Glenn looking at Maggie with his eye bulging, just like out of the comics, and saying Maggie to her, "I'm coming for you." Or that was so disturbing. But yet Always somehow, you? that's such a weird thing to say. Well, because he said that they said that to each other before. Because remember, she burnt his picture. She had him burn her picture of her. When they got separated before Terminus. Yes. And he oh, said, yeah. I, w- I will always find you. We will always find each other no matter what. And they did. Yeah. And that was the most important thing he said to her. That's she, true. I guess that makes more sense. 
And you're right, though, Pat. Like, Rick, it, not only is he super vulnerable, but the, this this is the first time we've ever seen anybody in this entire group, let alone all of them as a whole, being so incredibly defeated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was hard to see Rick treated that way. Because, like, you know, you see Rick for the first six seasons just in control almost of everything. Like, you he have some trouble with the governor. Lost, yeah, yeah. He's always on top. He's always, no matter what, he'll, he's, he'll get there. But this just makes it There's seem... There's always a game plan, too. Like, this is just... It's... You are hopeless. You are literally, legitimately hopeless in this situation. Like, not shit. It, that's what that's what sucks to watch. Like, kind of. It was hard. Like in that RV, and him just treating Rick like a fucking peon. Like, it was hard to see that because it's not what we're used to. No, and, and, you know, it's like in any show. Like, it'd be like somebody treating Goku like that in Dragon Ball Z, or you know, just somebody like the person that's always has the answers or always can. Yeah, just uh, straight up. Negan has the answers now. It was. And that scene with the, you know, with the the fog, like, or the smoke, it was smoke. Mm. At first, I was like, man, Negan just knows where fog happens to be right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's getting here. But uh, he, uh, I like the way they did the episode. I was kind of, I didn't know how they were going to do it. You know, I thought maybe they were going to start off with something in the future and then maybe do a, a rehash about what happened. But I think the way that they did, the, the way they did the episode was perfect to me. Oh, there couldn't. I didn't have any qualms with anything. No, him remembering it while he's being treated like shit, while he's being put, you know, put in his. And the whole time, like, did Rick even talk until the first or last scenes? Like, did he speak a word? He started off with that, "I will kill you, not today, not tomorrow, but someday." Blah blah blah, and then. And then after that, it was all Negan. Yeah, he's he didn't. The only person that talked. I, I I don't can't imagine you could. Until he left. It'd be hard to talk. He, he may have said something in the RV. Or he said, please, please don't make me do this. Or use me or something. Yeah, instead. against Carl. Because yeah. he's like, you will spoken, you will spoken when, or you will answer when you are spoken mm-hmm. to. And Negan is calculated to end together, different from the governor, I think. Which, yeah, he's a little, governor, Negan's crazy, but the governor was more insane. I think. And that like, was the governor's downfall. Yeah, he was too psychotic. See, Negan's got everything under control. Negan's a typical ruler, like, you know, like, uh, somebody like Hitler. I could probably beat the shit out of Hitler. What was his... But he had an army. Right. People like Napoleon. I could probably beat the piss out of him. You know what I mean? But the well, Neg- he just has too many people. Like, that was what it was. Like, doesn't he tell Rick what he used to be before it all went down? Wasn't he like a gym teacher? He, that that comes out. That comes out in the comic. There's a side story comic of oh, Negan's past. Okay. I don't think they ever said that in the show, did they? Did they ever say that in the comic books? In in, in the comic books, no. We don't no, find they, out Negan's a teacher until oh. they might do it now. Like they might go into his uh, um, backstory. This is what I is what I've heard now. Like they might here. A little bit easier to read. Them. Negan was a hidden psycho, and Negan is put and open about his insanity. Oh, out, boy. Yeah. It, it was just, it was perfect. Like, you know, there's people out there that are gonna say, "Oh, this episode sucked, or it was stupid. Could have been better. We already read that." But, you know, for us, we we we've been waiting for this moment for years. See, and the, like this morning, like I told you, I read um, somebody. I'm not gonna mention any names because it's irrelevant, but. Somebody said, somebody that I know was excited about it said that they didn't like the episode for many reasons, but the main reason was because Glenn's death minimalized Abraham's death, which right. is not untrue. 
But if you think about it, though, for those who read the comics, Abraham dies in episode 97, issue 97, yeah. and Glenn dies three issues. He dies like 60 pages later. So, so even like, in the comic books, he's minimalized. And it's at the same day, at yeah. pretty much at the same time, because while, right. while the shit's going on with Glenn and them, the shit back at Alexandria That's why, like, is what's going in, on with in, Abraham. In, in right. a, not, and then I read somebody so this totally morning. Gets minimalized. I read somebody this morning. Yeah, I so want to bring it up to everybody who's watching and you guys too. What would you have thought about it? Because I thought about it and I was like, I could totally agree with that. What if season six ended with Abraham's death? And then in the premiere, we got Glenn. See, that would have been okay. Like, Maybe. wouldn't that have been crazy? Like, everyone not ready Maybe for another not death when they, when they jump right back in it. Yeah. When they jump right back in it, it starts off with Daryl just punching Negan in the face yeah. and, and that's how the scene opens like yep. he's like no I'm sure I told you I'd shut that shit down immediately and all that stuff and then he and he whoops Glenn like right there and then that's how the then roll credits like you know roll the roll the theme song and then you get the rest of the episode from there on out but that would have been fucking crazy yeah that would have been that would have been acceptable I, I I wouldn't change the finale I mean See, the premiere for anything uh, we ourselves we would have been so pissed for <sighs> six straight months you know what I mean? We all would have been like, I cannot believe it was Abraham. And not Glenn. And not Glenn. And then <laughs> and then it would have been fixed as soon as the premiere happened. Like, oh shit. Like, I wasn't expecting that. See, it would have been nuts because that would have been the cliffhanger. Yeah. It would have been nuts. But I'm still okay with it. Oh, I wouldn't change the premiere for anything. That would have still would have been crazy. See, I yeah, and I, I I mean I give it a, a solid nine out of ten. IGN rated it six out of ten. See, but you gotta really? think though. Yeah. If if they would have killed Abraham at the end of the season, the amount of discussion wouldn't have been nearly the same because we would have already assumed the death was taken care of. Like, oh, there wouldn't. Yeah, I mean there would have been. No, we wouldn't have been talking about for six months. Seventy thousand less YouTube videos. That yeah, there wouldn't have been uploaded. You know, there wouldn't have been as much discussion of who's gonna die because as for, if that would have happened, for all we know, there wasn't gonna be another death. Like. And yeah. it, it could have, that could have affected their ratings, too, because it didn't Which, yeah. it so already happened. ridiculous to, yeah. today, by the way. They did it as their smartest possible. They did yeah. it They did it smart. I don't think I would change anything. Yeah. It was everything I wanted. Like There was not a one boring because part Negan, of this. Because Negan was still on the screen for, what, 15 minutes in the last episode. Yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So Straight. It's not, like, it's not like it was just like ending with him popping up saying, hi, I'm Negan. Like, he had a big monologue there, and then... He had his famous... And it starts with you know he swings the bat and then that's who got killed. <coughs> right. I think I know I liked it. I wouldn't change it for the world the episode. See the season premiere, you know the finale. I mean last season you could argue that there were some boring parts because you're tired of fucking Morgan and Carol's bullshit. You're like fuck, and then that happens. But this episode was from beginning to end. I think I think we see we meet a new character next episode. Oh, we do meet a new character next episode. I know. I can't wait. I, the sneak peek was awesome. No, I didn't get to watch. I mean, that it was yet. All, it was all Carol Morgan. You know what I mean. Yeah. But then right at the end, you get something, and it's just funny. Like oh, it made man. me laugh out loud. And it's like it's a minute and thirty eight seconds. Must have been the sneak peek from Talking Dead. I'm assuming yeah. it wasn't like the next week on Walking Dead. But I know that it's supposed to be seventy seven minutes. Really? Yeah. Why is that longer than the than the premiere? Than the premiere. I have no idea. But that's that's what I had heard that that's what it's it's supposed to be, seventy seven minutes. I think long. they should just make every episode an hour and a half long. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I could dig that. But seventy seven minutes with commercials that'd be about ninety minutes. So they I think make every episode an hour and a half. The standard feeling here was just, you know, there was dread. 
and bravo. Like I told Nate at the end, before it started, I was like, if there's a tear falling out of my eye, don't judge me. People but at the end of it, Nate brutal. was like, I had tears, dude, just streaming. <laughs> People you think know? it's too brutal. Too brutal? No. Not too brutal. I don't think it's too brutal. There's been way... I think there's been worse things on the show. There were. I don't know about that. You don't think there's been worse things? Not worse things than Glenn's face. Like I guess that. that was true. the most disturbing, most brutal thing I've ever seen on this show. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then, like... And then him, like, twitching at the end. Yeah. That was messed up. I forgot about that scene. Yeah, dude, it was... I forgot that they showed that much at the end. I, I mean, I don't think it was too brutal, I guess. No, it's not so too brutal to the point to where I'm like, I'm not going to watch this anymore. Like... I don't, I don't know. It's stupid. We expected it to be that brutal because that's how brutal it was in the comic books. If anything, they might have been a little bit more brutal in the show. Like, well, they definitely, they they definitely trumped it up. I cannot wait to see this uncensored, like Negan uncensored. Mm, yeah. But they definitely made it so, like, they ramped it up to a level for television to be more fearsome. You know what I mean? This is all that Negan needed to do in the comic books. In the comics, he did one thing. Here, he did three separate things to torment them. Yes. Like, and that's ridiculous. Like the whole episode was just to make Rick realize. Break him down. Break him down. Bring him down, yeah. And make him finally, look at him a different way. That's the look I was looking for. Bring him down about 15 pegs. Like, yeah. Because, I mean, like, he really did just show up and just basically just... Kick the shit Rick off his high horse, like yep. straight up. It's like Rick was new in jail and he just got raped in the ass immediately by the biggest, biggest dick dude there. <laughs> yeah, and he completely <laughs> now he knows. Yeah, this is a place in line. I get a dick in the ass every Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so like that's. <laughs> it's like, yeah. So just, I don't know why, but what you just said reminded me of like uh, Louis C.K. when he said that he like went to the doctor to complain about something he had on his foot. Yeah. The doctor's like, well, every morning you're going to want to wake up and you're going to want to stretch your foot. He goes, oh, how long do I have to do that? He goes, no, no, that's just something you do now. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> Until you die. Like, and uh, just, I feel like that's what Rick's thinking. Like, You know what I mean? Like This, this is I his just life. Guessed, yep, this is life now. Well, that's how Negan feels. See, but Maggie still was See, like, yeah, no, we we're to, doing something. Maybe, and maybe what he didn't break, you know, like maybe Rick's going to turn right around and be like, okay, so what are we going to do now? Like, well, he's going to, yeah, I mean, maybe I think at first he might be a little bit. You can't afford to give them half of our shit. You yeah. can't. Like, they're in a hopeless situation at that time. Yeah. They're going to meet Ezekiel. They're going to, they have things coming. Get the hilltop not to be such a bunch of pussies. Yeah. See, Pat, I, I, I speculated that months ago. What did he say? I can't read it. It says, could Negan be looking to replace Dwight with Daryl? That would be a cool twist. But first of all, I don't think Daryl would do it unless he's deciding to do a double agent type deal. You know what I mean? For like, because I don't know, Pat, if you've read the comics, but like, I I don't want to spoil anything for you about Dwight, but like, if Dwight does replace Daryl, then that is exactly what's going to happen. Right. But if Daryl... You know what I mean? If the white remains there for episodes and episodes and episodes, you know what I mean? Then I don't think that's going to happen. If Dwight dies for some weird reason and Daryl is still there, like, which I'm sure he will be, I don't think Daryl's going anywhere anytime soon. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see Daryl until the end of this season. I would be, because I think that they're going to do... I think the, like, the saviors are just going to fuck with Alexandria all the time. Yeah, but do you actually think you're going to go inside the Savior's base? Like, Oh, yeah. This season? Yeah. Like, this half season, I should say. You think we're going to see inside the sanctuary? Yes. Yes. <laughs> do I think Dwight's going to take the same path as the comics? 
I hope so. See, but Dwight Dwight's backstory is already wrong. Yeah, way he, wrong. He got his face burnt because of that fire or whatever forest fire. I'm at. That's how they. I think that's how they're talking that up. Yeah, because his we face just, was, when we first saw Dwight, his face wasn't burnt. Yeah, I, th- I thought. And then Daryl and Daryl set that fire to the to the woods or whatever. Or something. And I think he caught it on the way out. I thought he just got captured and Negan did that to him, and now he's now he's after, listening to because yeah, listening to everything because he's running from Negan. He's running from the saviors. And, and when he when he runs into Daryl and Daryl helps him out, and you know then right. at the end of that episode he gets fucked over, and then Emperor, then the next time you don't see Dwight till well I hope that's he the case. Right. Takes Daryl's crossbow again or something like that. Because I hope I hope that's how it is, but I for some reason I have the feeling that they're gonna chalk it down to he just caught burnt in that fire. Which would be stupid because that defeats the whole purpose of of why Dwight is who he is. Yeah, yeah. Well, we that's a uh, we also haven't seen any more. Like, remember the guys that Daryl blew up? Yeah. It was heavily speculated that one of the bikers had a burned face. I didn't even. But notice. we couldn't tell. You know what I mean? It was hard to tell. But when when you looked at them, it was that was because they were clearly saviors. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, that was that that is out up in, not up in the air. That is a for sure thing. But one of them looked like they had a burned face. It was the guy with the long hair. But it's hard to it's hard to tell. He has he asked if we could sense resentment from Negan to Dwight. Negan has resentment towards everybody because because Negan doesn't give a fuck about anybody. Hey, but himself. Yeah, that's how I really knew Glenn was going to die. The way they portrayed Maggie. To Gregory in the hilltop, they were setting her up to be respected by them, and eventually, leave them. yeah, of course, that's that's exa- that's what needed to happen, Haley. That uh, I saw that you were watching. I'm glad you contributed. I uh, see. And then the reason I was saying that Negan is a lot like Voldemort in one aspect. Negan doesn't have friends. Negan has people that work for him. Yeah. No, I would not consider any one of those people Negan's friend. There's no way you come into a type of power like that with make, making yeah. friends. So like that's how that's how Dumbledore always explained to Harry about Voldemort was that Voldemort was powerful. He didn't have friends. He had people that believed what he believed and did what he asked because he was that powerful. That's exactly how Negan is. He doesn't have friends. You're his Death Eaters. Right. Ultimately. No, that's yeah. That's that's a hell of a way to look at it. Oh no! It's don't worry about it. It's all right. You could always go back and watch the video later anyway. Right. Cause think about it. If you were in this, if you were in this world, like, would you rather live at Alexandria or would you rather live at the Savior's, you know, at the sanctuary? I don't know. Uh, maybe Alexandria, where we're at now in the comics. Yeah, I'd like, be a little bit. Well, yeah, like that's crazy. Yeah, but I'm talking about like. I don't. Know, I wouldn't want to live on. You know, people Negan. would follow Negan because he supply. He, you know, he gives them what they need. Yeah. You know what I mean, shelter and food. But like, I don't know if I could represent somebody like that willingly, like. Because you know Rick, Rick is the leader too, but he loves it as a friend, for the most part. You know, he's but the, he's Rick hasn't it. really stayed in one spot. No. You know what I mean? Not until now. Alexandria. The minute you think he thinks he's safe, he's fucking not. You yeah. know what I mean? He ends up running or something, or fighting. But, well, we got a good how long was it? Twenty minutes we talked. Uh, we have been talking for twenty-eight minutes. Wow. Damn. What time is it? Is three fourteen, but so, but yeah. So I guess I don't know that, that we got. I just basically wanted to get other people's input, Nate's input, you guys. Your input will be on the on the show tomorrow. Yeah, we're gonna be putting the podcast out tomorrow. We're gonna do a special, a uh, full scale breakdown, recap, and review of this episode of The Walking Dead. Um, 
the live feed is right here, but uh, if you guys want to check it out, like the page, Nerdtalklipse Podcast, and uh, we will have all your reviews on the show. This whole clip will be in there and everything. So, um, And then we're going to be doing this frequently for everything that we're talking about, so... Um, we're gonna be doing live, you know, live, live all the time, and we're gonna have a whole, we're gonna have a whole thing. Hopefully, I can come back again. Yeah, dude, anytime. On a day where we can do this live. Right. But all right, I'm gonna let you guys. We're gonna, we're gonna get off here. Thank you for listening. We at Nerdtalkalypse Podcast assume no claim in sounds, references, music, and graphics, and are not affiliated or endorsed by any companies involved, such as Disney, Lucasfilm, Marvel, DC Comics, Warner Brothers, Sony, ComicBook.com, or any of their affiliates. Nerdtalkalypse is a non-profit generating podcast made for entertainment purposes. We can be found on social media at facebook.com slash nerdtalkalypse and on Twitter at nerdtalkalypse. You can also email us, nerdtalkalypse at gmail.com. We really appreciate you listening. Please subscribe to us at any of the following servers, iTunes, Stitcher, Satchel, Player FM, and TuneIn Radio. Or also on Facebook every Monday for a live viewing of the show. Please, if you enjoy the show, let us know via email or review on iTunes. If you'd like to be a guest, either in person or via Skype, please send us an email. If there's any subject matter you wish us to discuss, please let us know. We will do all the necessary research to bring you that specific content, either in our next episode or a special of your very own. Thank you again for listening to Nerd Talk Lips Podcast.